prayer that we remember that he is listening. And he wants to answer our prayers. And so from our heart, let's, let's pray to him. Father God, we're so thankful to you for a day such as this. The first day of the week that we can gather here and to uh, talk to you. Because we know that you're listening and we, we thank you so much. Look into our hearts, our minds, open them up, Father, for us this morning that we might be in uh, uh, obedience to you. Help us to build each other up, to edify, strengthen, encourage. And most of all, Father, that we give you the glory and the honor for such a day. So many of us, Father, on this earth are going through tribulations and, and times, Father, of sorrow those who have lost loved ones. Father, those that are sick physically and those that are sick spiritually, there's so many of them. I won't try to name them all, but you know them. Father, I do want to lift up Gene Stallings to you, Father, for uh, complete healing. And that you be with his family as they gather around him and encourage him. Uh, Father, that he might be back home soon and that he'll be back in uh, worship time with us. Uh, Father, I want to lift up Sarah Smith, going through a battle now again with uh, pneumonia. Pray, Father, that you'll take that from her, strengthen her. Let her come home again as well. Thank you for the time we'll have to, to sing praises and honor and glory to you. And for the time that your word will be opened and that we'll be able to listen and that we'll be able to hear you speaking, Father, from your, your word. Thank you most of all and above all for Jesus, your son, our Lord and Savior. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit and pray that he will be with us this morning, stirring our hearts and our minds as we worship you. Uh, be with the song leader, Kyle, this morning, and be with the speaker. Uh, be with those who are participating in service to you this morning. All of us who sit in the audience, help us to participate as well. And we'll give you the praise, honor, and glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. But just as he who but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. This is holy ground. 
We're standing on holy ground, for the Lord is present, and where he is, is holy. This is holy ground. We're standing on holy ground. For the Lord is present, and where he is, is holy. A perfect and holy God, we will come before you with hearts made clean by Jesus' blood. You A perfect and holy God, we will come before you, hearts made clean by Jesus' blood. When my way groweth drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my life is almost gone, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am I am worn through the storm, through the night. Lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. When the shadows appear and the night draweth near and the day is past and gone, at the river I stand. Guide my feet.
my hand. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me. Shall we pray? Lord, we come before you this morning and we just thank you for a place that we have that we can come together and visit with family, that we can get to know one another a little bit better. But our goal here is to get to know you better. Lord, we pray for this congregation as we're going through a time of transition. We know, Lord, that any time that we have transition or bumps in the road, people can get discouraged. And we pray, Lord, that you continually fill us up with your grace and remind us every day that you are our Father and you are in control and that you know who will be coming soon to be leading this congregation as a minister. We thank you, Lord, for blessing each and every one of us with our health, with our prosperity. And we pray, Lord, that you be with the ones that are struggling with illnesses. And we pray for the ones that have lost loved ones. And we ask you to use us as your instruments Use our arms to wrap around them and love them and, and encourage them. And, Lord, let us walk side by side with one another as a family should. Lord, again, we ask that you be with us as we go through this time of transition so that we can uh, live for you and do great things in our community here for you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for sending him to the cross because we know we're sinners and we know that we wake up every day needing your grace and your love and we thank you for giving us the hope that we can live with you eternally. And it's through his name we pray. Amen. First Thessalonians 5 verses 12 and 13. Now we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you, who are over you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. I just want to be where you are, dwelling daily in your presence. 
I don't want to worship from afar. Draw me near to where you are. I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, feasting at your table, surrounded by your glory in your presence. That's where I always want to be. I just want to be. I just want to be with you. I just want to be where you are, in your dwelling place forever. Take me to the place where you are. I just want to be with you. I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, feasting at your table, surrounded by your glory in your presence. That's where I always want to be. I just want to be, I just want to be with you, I just want to be where you are, in your dwelling place forever. Take me to the place where you are. I just want to be. I just want to be with you. Bind us together, Lord, bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. Bind us together, Lord, bind us together, Lord, bind us together with love. There is only one God. There is only one King. There is only one body. That is why we can sing. Bind us together, Lord, bind us with cords that cannot be broken. Bind us together, Lord, bind us together, Lord, bind us together with love.
Let us bow in prayer to our Heavenly Father. Father God, I want to lift up our elders to you in prayer. We want to thank you for sending godly shepherds to this congregation. We thank you for Kyle Jones. We thank you for Wayne Kirby. We thank you for Richard Peace. We thank you for Jay Spencer. And Lord, for these men that lead this congregation, I want to pray for them to have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, strength, courage, resolve, encouragement, wisdom, and discernment. Lord, we ask as a body of believers that these blessings be shed upon our shepherds. Satan will try to attack them and give them fear, diminishment, and other issues that uh, we pray against, Lord. We pray against those attacks that we know that will come. We pray that you will protect them and guide them and speak to them. And we pray that their hearts will continually be strengthened by your spirit. We pray that as a congregation that we can be your instruments to do those things as well. And Lord, also, I don't want to forget the wives of these four men who are a very important part and their helpmates in enabling these men to do what they do. So I also want to lift up Monica Jones, and Becky Kirby, and Canel Peace, and Gay Spencer, and pray that they will also be able to be the help and the strength for these men. Lord, once again, we thank you for our shepherds. Thank you for blessing us with good godly men and their godly wives. And may you continue, continue to strengthen and lead them as your shepherds here on earth. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. First Peter 3, verse 8. Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. On bended knee I come with a humble heart I come, bowing down before your holy throne, lifting holy hands to you as I pledge my love anew. I worship you in spirit. I worship you 
in truth. Make my life a holy praise unto you. On bended knee I come, with a broken heart I come, bowing down before your holy throne. As I look upon your face, show your mercy and your grace. Change my life, O Holy Spirit. Make me fresh and ever new. Make my life a holy sacrifice to you. Open our eyes, Lord. We want to see Jesus, to reach out and touch Him, and say that we love Him. Open our ears, Lord, and help us to listen. Open our eyes, Lord. We to see Jesus. Open our eyes, Lord. We want to see Jesus to reach out and touch and say that we love Him. Open our ears, Lord, and help us to listen. Open our eyes, Lord. Want to see Jesus. Pray with me, please. Father, we ask that you open our eyes. Open our eyes to the beauty of the day and open our eyes for the opportunity that we have, Father, to be here today to worship you, to lift you up in song and also, Father, to lift you up in prayer. And Father, we just ask that you continue to be with this congregation of, of people that worship here, people that seek to know you much better. And Father, we at this time lift up our search committee 
Father, that is working diligently to find the right person to fit our needs here as a pulpit minister. Father, I just ask that you continue to be with each one of them, that you continue to give them the strength and the courage, Father, to continue to search. And Father, I ask that you just continue to give each one of them the extra measure of strength that they need. Father, I thank you so much that we do have the opportunity to be here and we do have the opportunity to worship you. Father, I ask that you just continue to be with us as a, as a group of our body of your people as we continue, Father, in this time of transition. But, Father, again, I just ask that you give this committee the strength and the courage that they need. For all this we pray in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. God is love, God is love. 
Come, let us all unite to sing, God is love. Let heaven and earth their praises bring, God is love. Let every soul sin And sing with us for Jesus' sake, for God is love. God is love. God is love. Come, let us all unite to sing that God is love. How happy is our portion here. God is love. His promises of spirit's cheer. God is love. He our sons shield day. He will be with us all the way. Our God is love. God is love. God is sing that God is love. Come, let us all unite to sing that God is love. These are Paul's words to a minister from 1 Timothy chapter 4. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good 
and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. If you point out these things to the brothers, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, brought up in the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourselves to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance, and for this we labor and strive, that we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through a prophetic message when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Would you pray with me, please? Father God, we certainly recognize you are the one who truly sees. And you can already see the path that we have yet to take. And you can already see the man that you have chosen for our behalf to come here and work with us. And Father, as we strive to prepare ourselves for that time, we ask you will help prepare him also. Father, give him the courage to speak boldly your word to us. Give him the courage to not be led aside by the culture of these times or even by our own personal desires. Father, give him the conviction in his spirit to know that you have called him forth to speak on your behalf. May he speak it boldly, Father, and may we be willing to accept it. Father, help him to recognize that you have particularly gifted him and called him to this work. And Father, we also pray a blessing upon his family, that as they join us, that they will feel a, a comfort and a peace and a welcomeness here. Father, we're thankful that you raise up men like this for this particular role. And we'll look forward to him joining us. And Father, between now and then, whenever that is, whenever your time chooses, Father, we just pray a blessing upon him and his family as he prepares for this mission. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Philippians, Philippians 1, 4 through 6. Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. 
and I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. How do you explain? How do you describe? A love that goes from east to west and runs as deep as it is wide. You know all our hopes. Lord, you know all our fears. Words cannot express the love we feel, but we long for you to hear. So listen to our hearts, hear our spirit sing, a song of praise that flows from those you have redeemed. We will use the words we know to tell you what an awesome God you are. But words are not enough to tell you of our love. So listen to our hearts. If words could fall like rain from these lips of mine, and if I had a thousand years, Lord, I would still run out of time. If you listen to my heart, every beat will say, thank you for the life, thank you for the truth, thank you for the way. So listen to our hearts, hear our spirits sing, a song of praise that flows from those you have redeemed. We will use the words we know to tell you what an awesome God you are. But words are not enough to tell you of our love. So listen to our hearts. No words are not enough to tell you of our love. So listen to our hearts. Jesus, let us come to know you. Let us see you face to face. Touch us, hold us, use us, mold us. Let us live in you. Jesus, draw us ever nearer. Hold us 
Señor, loving arms wrap us in your gentle <coughs> presence when the end comes. Bring us home. Our Father and our God, we thank you so much for everything that you give to us, for all that you provide. And Father, we pray that you would please forgive us when we complain and murmur about what we don't have. Father, we know that you give us food, that you give us shelter, that you give us friends and loved ones, that you give us livelihood, that you give us our children, our children's children, and that you have given us your family to be our family. Father, you are a good God and you are always there for us. And it's rather humbling to be sitting here thinking that we can actually talk to you, that we can call upon you, that we can thank you for what you've given us, that we can praise you and honor you as the only true and living God. And Father, today, we want to give you a special thanks for the many, many people of yours who have gone before us. Father, we know that from Abel all the way up through the great fathers that we knew in your word, the faith that was demonstrated is there for us to learn from. Father, we know that your apostles, your prophets, your writers have left us lives to see and words to live by. And Father, here in this place in Paris, we are really grateful for the people who have been here in the years past who carried out your teachings, your words, and who lived them out in this community and who taught them to the ones who were younger. Father, we thank you for those people whose faith led them to do all that they knew to do for you. And consequently, there's a body of people here today that we can call brothers and sisters. And Father, we pray that this body will always reflect Jesus and so that we are carrying out the deeds that he did when we could see him walk on the earth. Father, we are 
so thankful for each person that is a part of this body today. We thank you for the encouragement that they give us, for the strength that they bear us up with when one of us stumbles. Father, we thank you that we can all be one because we are all in Christ Jesus. Father, we are thankful that we don't all have to look the same or think the same, but that because we are joined at the heart of Jesus, we are joined to each other. And we are so thankful for each person, and we pray that you would make each one of us to know that we do have a part in the body of Jesus. And Father, as we strive to be your people, we pray that you would indeed finish the good work that you started so long ago and that each of us will join you in that work as we strive to live every day according to your will. Father, we even pray for the young children in this church who will be leading and teaching and carrying on your teachings and your ways of life in this community when many of us are gone. We thank you for all the children that we have. We thank you that we can hear their voices, that we can even be disrupted by them at times. Father, we ask that you would raise them up, that you would bless them, that you would keep them. And we pray that all of us, as a family, will do our part to form and to mold and to shape them so that when we are gone, this community and the world will continue to see Jesus. Father, we ask that as your people, as this church body at Lamar Avenue, we pray that indeed that you would mold us and shape us and transform us into the likeness of Jesus a little bit more every day. And that we indeed may reflect that light of Jesus to this community and to the world. Thank you for letting us call you Father, for redeeming us, for buying us back, for making us your own. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Love is the perfect bond of unity. In our men's class on Wednesday night, we've been studying 
We studied it for about two or three years. I don't know for sure, but uh, Revelations. And I checked a book out of the library by a guy named David Roper. And he made a statement in there that I thought I would like to share with the congregation. And this is what he said. In America, on January the 1st, 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation was announced. On December the 18th, 1865, the 13th Amendment was officially adopted, abolishing slavery. 1,800 years earlier, Christ, had in effect signed our spiritual emancipation proclamation with his own blood. He set us free. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. He became the curse for us. He took our sins into his body. He shed his blood that cleanses us from our sins. But before I, we pray, I'd like to say one more thing. Eating the Lord's Supper is worship when it signifies communion with the body and the blood of Christ. Now let's pray. <clears throat> Dear Father, we're so thankful for the love that you had for us, for the love that Jesus showed when he gave his body on the cross. The body that redeemed us from our sins. And at this time, Father, we want to thank you for this bread that we're about to take and pray that you will bless it in remembrance of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Christ's name, amen.
Let us pray. Dear Father, we want to thank you for this wine that represents the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for the love that caused Jesus to give himself and shed his blood on that cross. We want to thank you, Father, for this blood that makes us holy, that presents us blameless, and presents us perfect in Christ. Thank you, Father. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Father, this time we want to thank you for all the blessings that we have received in this life. Father, we pray that each one of us can examine our lives 
that we can understand the purpose of, of this giving. And Father, I pray at this time that each one of us will give in accordance to our love for you and for Jesus and for each other. In Christ's name, amen. like for everyone to rest assured that we will not be here for another 30 minutes or another hour. We have come to the close. My father taught me a long time ago, a sermon does not have to be eternal to be immortal. <laughs> We've had a great prayer service, and we are going to continue this prayer service. This is not necessarily a time of preaching this morning. It is a time of praying. Paul, in this little letter of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians that we're looking at on Sunday mornings, tells us that there are at least three qualities of a great church. I'll not allude to the scripture references, but all the scriptures that I'll be using this morning in these few moments together come from the text of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians. And here are these three qualities. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. A great church will be joyful, it will be prayerful, and it will be thankful. And Paul, as a wonderful preacher, was also a wonderful prayer. And I want you to open your Bibles to 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, and I will probably call out this passage I'll be reading from, just to let you know it's coming from the text, because throughout these two little books, Paul not only preaches and teaches, but he stops occasionally and he prays. And so the position of prayer doesn't necessarily have to be bowed heads or closed eyes or bended knee. But if you want to bow your head and keep your eyes open and listen and follow along in Scripture, we will pray as Paul prays, a prayer for the church. Let us pray. 
chapter 1, verse 2 and following. We give thanks to God always for all of you making mention of you in our prayers, constantly bearing in mind your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the presence of our God and Father, knowing, brethren, beloved by God, his choice of you. Chapter 2, verse 13. And for this reason we also constantly thank God that when you received from us the word of God's message, you accepted it not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its work in you who believe. Chapter 3, beginning in verse 9. For what thanks can we render to God for you in return for all the joy with which we rejoice before our God on your account? As we night and day keep praying most earnestly that we may see your face and may complete what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and Jesus our Lord Direct our way to you, and may the Lord cause you to increase and abound in love for one another, and for all men, just as we also do for you, so that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Chapter 5, verse 23. And now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass. Brethren, pray for us. The second letter, chapter 1, verse 3. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brethren, as is only fitting because your faith is greatly enlarged and the love of each one of you toward one another grows even greater and greater. Therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. Chapter 2, verse 13. We should always give thanks to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and faith in the truth. And it was for this he called you through our gospel that you may gain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. Finally, brethren... Pray for us, that the word of the Lord may spread rapidly and be glorified just as it did also with you, and that we may be delivered from perverse and evil men, for not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you that you are doing and will continue to do what we commanded you. And may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the steadfastness of Christ. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Twice 
Paul has asked us and asked that church of old, pray for us. That's a great sign of humility coming from such a, a wonderful man and a powerful influence as an apostle, Paul, a preacher, a minister, a missionary, a servant of God. And yet he did not put himself on a pedestal. He humbled himself and he said, pray for us. For Paul, I think prayer was like a golden chain in which we pray for others and others also pray for us. So that is a wonderful request that we can make of each other. Pray for me. And as a congregation, let us pray for us. A couple of thoughts about prayer that have been meaningful to me over the years. One thought is this. There is nothing beyond the power of prayer except that which is beyond the power and the will of God. Nothing beyond the power of prayer except that which is beyond the will of God. And so let us pray powerful prayers. Let us pray to a God who is able to do powerful things. And let us always recognize that our prayers are only limited to the will of God. And then there is this thought I want to leave you with this morning. We need to pray as if it all depends on God. We need to work as if it all depends on us. And with the power of God available to us through prayer, and the resources that God will give us to do the work that he calls us to do, great things will be accomplished. And this morning, as we have humbled ourselves in the presence of God in this season of prayer, I will personally say it's been very refreshing and very uplifting. And as we engage ourselves in public worship, and we participate in public worship, we have those who lead prayer, but we pray along with them. We need to be praying with them as they lead us in prayer. We need to be a praying people. We need to pray more. Paul said, pray without ceasing. So if we're going to do that, that means prayer cannot be limited just to times when we bow our heads and close our eyes and bend our knees. Prayer time cannot be limited to when everything is quiet and peaceful and there are no interruptions because there are very few moments like that in life. Life is fast, it is rapid pace, there's a lot of noise out there, and we are to pray without ceasing. We're to pray when things are perfect for prayer, we're to pray when times are imperfect for prayer. We're to pray in public, we're to pray in private. We are to pray with our eyes closed. We're to pray with our eyes open. We're to pray with our heads bowed. We're to pray with our heads up. We're to pray without ceasing. I do not believe that means that we must pray all the time, but we must be in a spirit-filled attitude where prayer is always possible. And it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be lengthy. It doesn't have to be filled with cliches. It doesn't have to be filled with the phrases that we've heard all of our life. Prayer is simply talking to God. It is not so much the head 
the eyes or the knees. It's the heart that God is interested in. And prayer is the heart of man crying out to God. If you have problems with prayer, if you have a difficulty in praying, I highly recommend praying the Psalms out loud. If you don't know how to pray, and don't feel bad about it because the disciples of Jesus didn't either. Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And so if we need to be taught how to pray, open the Bible to the book of Psalms and pray through the Psalms. Read them out loud. They're all prayers to God. There are prayers where people are crying out loud, Lord, why? Why is this happening? How long is this going to happen? God, when are you going to do something? Find in the Psalms, not so much God talking to man, but find man talking to God. Find believers in years past who are crying out with the dilemmas of life, asking God to do something, and when are you going to do it, God? Pray the Psalms and you will be a better prayer. Pray as if it all depends on God. Work as if it all depends on us. Let's stand and sing our closing song. Have you a heart that's weary, tending a load of care? Are you a soul that's seeking rest from the burden you bear? Do you know, my Jesus, do you know, my friend, have you And that he will abide till the end. Who knows your disappointments? Who hears each time you cry? Who understands? Your heart aches, who dries the tears from your eyes? Do you know, my Jesus, do you know? Have you heard he loves you and that he will abide to the end? Did you have an announcement? to remind the congregation that the survey that has been announced for several uh, weeks and days uh, is due today. 
I believe you have until this evening to complete that. We encourage you to do that online because if you do the hard copy, uh, someone's got to input that information. And so uh, it's real easy to do, and I would encourage you to do it. It would be very helpful information to us in our search for a, a minister. I know some of you are concerned and like to be updated concerning uh, Gene Stallings. Uh, Gene did have a heart attack and apparently a rather difficult one. Our last update was at 9 o'clock last night from his daughter Anna Lee to Peggy Jack. Uh, he was care flighted to Dallas about noon yesterday uh, following being in the intensive care unit here at PRMC for some time. Uh, they did clean out a clot uh, during a catheterization. Uh, his kidneys are not functioning very well, which is, uh, uh, is probably usual during a time of a, of a heart attack. He is feeling some better. He's, at, he's on a ventilator, uh, and so they'll know a little more today about his condition. Ruth Ann is with him, as are all of the children, and uh, uh, there's certainly a, a great concern for his well-being. Also, his cousin, Sharon Kennison, uh, will have a heart catheterization Tuesday, and she has a heart valve that uh, may need to be addressed, and should uh, the doctor determine during this test that that's needed, she will also go to Dallas for, for that procedure. So let's remember these as well as others on our prayer list uh, this week. Thank you, uh, uh, Richard, for up my own. There we go. Uh, thank you all for being here this morning, for praying. Uh, uh, it's good to stop and spend some time in prayer. I think sometimes we, we brush over that and don't, uh, and don't spend enough time just praying. So thank you for uh, participating in that. Uh, I think it was good. Uh, it was good to be here, and uh, I uh, pray a blessing on every one of you uh, as we leave here this morning. Um, remember the men's breakfast this week. Sign up out there. It's Tuesday morning. Uh, if you'll go with me in prayer, I'll, I'll dismiss us today. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for, for this morning. We thank you for uh, just giving us a new day of life to wake up to, Father. And as we look around, we just see all the wonders and the awesomeness of your creation that, uh, that we see every day and sometimes take for granted. But Father, we, we stop and realize how awesome it is and how, how wonderful it is. And we give you thanks for just uh, allowing us to enjoy it. We thank you for taking care of us and providing for our every need. Father, we thank you for our families and for our friends, our loved ones, and all these relationships that are so special to us. For our church here at Lamar Avenue uh, and for the the bonds that we share and the way that we love and take care of, a, of each other. Um, Father, we have many on our prayer list that have, that have requested prayers and uh, we lift them up to you this morning. And uh, we know that you know their names and you know their needs, Father, but uh, we, are, we have them in mind and just ask that you would provide healing where it's needed. Uh, uh, particularly, Father, we, we ask for you to be with Coach Stallings this morning as he struggles, as his... Uh, is his 
life hangs in the balance from this uh, serious medical emergency that he's had and just ask, Father, that you would provide healing, that you'd let him get stronger and let him recover from this and be back with us, uh, be with his family. Give them strength and, Father, the reassurance, just let them know that you're there by them. And we, we continue to, to lift up others that are in the hospital like Sarah Smith and uh, Pete Taylor, Marlon Barnes, uh, and uh, others on our prayer list, Father, just provide healing where it's needed. Father, I thank you so much uh, again for uh, all of this body of believers that meets together here in your name, and I pray your blessings upon us as we leave here this morning. Father, as we leave, I just ask that our prayers and our petitions, as you have assured us in your word, as we have presented to you this morning with thanksgiving, that they will be heard. And Father, that your peace, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. In his name I pray, amen.